Nick, do you need to stop the recording and restart it? Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are discussing Dicks the Musical. That is not a typo, even though I am talking. It is a... it's a movie. Holy shit. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Nick Glover. Hello, I was taking a sip. I know, and I saw that as soon as I said your name, and I was like, well, too late now. And Molly Glover. Hello, I have a cat. <laughs> Hello. We are uh, we're recording remotely today, not because any of us have COVID, but because it made it easier for us to bring some guests in for another episode. So we were. You might have heard them last week. You might have heard them last week. Uh, if not, go back and check it out. It was our 600th episode. This is our 601st episode, which means absolutely nothing. But we are here to talk to you about... A movie that I'm guessing you haven't heard of. Now, I could be wrong. We have several hundred or dozen. I don't know. We have several listeners, and one <laughs> of them may have heard of this this uh, this movie. It's called Dicks the Musical, and I need to warn you, if you haven't seen it, we are going to spoil the shit out of it. And there uh, actually is stuff to spoil. There is. There is stuff to spoil. So, uh, so... If you, uh, I don't. Where can you stream this? I don't even know because you you sent it to me via Plex. Uh, uh, I'll look that up. Uh, yeah. So, I I want to before we get into spoilers, I want to talk about it enough to entice people to go watch this. Fever okay. Dream. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh. Because I think uh, it's it's to, it's Apple, for rent. You can rent right it. Now. You can rent it on Apple TV or on Amazon Flick, or Fling. All right. Amazon. Google Play and YouTube also have it for rent or or buy yeah. or purchase. And, um, and it's a good enough movie that perhaps and, and I mean it's the kind of movie that I think as atheists we should support. Oh, uh, it's, so it's yeah. Worth your five bucks. Go it's, ahead and rent it. The, rent it. Give it, it some is, some of your um, bucks. This movie is an affront to God. Uh, uh This movie is an affront who is to God. in the movie. This, I mean God's in the movie and it's still an affront to God. This movie is about Identical twin brothers played by two different men who are not identical twins. <laughs> Grown-ass grown men. <laughs> who have been separated uh, as young children and uh, happen to have the exact same job they, at rival companies. It's parent trap. And the rival companies get merged, and that is when they meet each other and realize that they are identical twins who have almost the exact same personality, and they decide that they are going to get their parents back together like the parent trap and their their parents like by switching are, places their parents are played by megan mullally and nathan lane their parents are played faithfully by megan mullally and nathan lane like <laughs> these are two legit actors i mean the two broadway stars yeah. who are playing it full bore they are they aren't they don't phone in a second of their performances they gave it their all despite everything and i think I think it's I've important it to note two decades. Easy. The, the two leads wrote this show. It was originally a stage yes. stage musical. Uh, they've never been in a, mu a movie before uh, yeah, until their now. IMDb, their IMDb credits, each of them has like a, like a extra. man man at party type role in some TV show. <laughs> like, and then so, it's this. 
Yeah, then it's this. So uh, they are, they, you, will not, you will not have experienced them before. And my goodness, will you experience them in this movie? In, so in many ways. It is a musical. Watching. It is a musical, just to let you know. Indeed, the, the, the name is not ironic. They do have musical numbers. I think we should point out Megan the Stallion is also in this film. Yes. yes. And <laughs> she has an amazing m- musical number that if you like Megan the Stallion, you'll go, ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Now okay. let's spoil it. Okay. So this, this is a crazy fucking movie. <laughs> it's. What was your favorite part? <laughs> <laughs> and why was it the sewer boys? Was it Whisper or the, was it Backpack? <laughs> it was, I mean, the sewer boys were funny, but honestly, my favorite part, because I just keep thinking about it, is the opening crawl where it, you know, it talks about, you know, this this film was written by two gay men, which has never happened in the history of humankind. <laughs> And these two gay men are playing two heterosexual men, which is very brave. <laughs> yes, very, yes. And they're they're so clearly like they're so they're heterosexual men, except for for what? <laughs> like, yeah. In in what way are we supposed to assume these are heter? Other than that, they talk about smashing pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, there's a lot of other funny parts of the movie, but that part right at the beginning was like, well, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm sold. The Nathan, I think it's like obviously the Sir Boys were very, very funny to me. Uh, so funny that I, two of the pepper plants that I brought in for the winter, I transferred them from, from <laughs> containers to pots and then brought them into to winter before putting them out. Uh, one is named Whisper, and the other one is named Backpack. Um, and, and, uh, but. Nathan Lane, Nathan Lane, Broadway star. What the ham? Feeding these puppets ham by chewing them up and spitting them into the puppet's face. Just, just spraying chewed up ham on these puppets in diapers. Yeah, when he so funny. The moment when he, because so like. The way that they played it off, because like you know, the, the they're supposed to be the son that knows the parent, right? So the the parent is just being very you know themselves, and the, and they're like, well, you know, my sewer boys, of course, and the, it being the other brother is just like, you're you're what now? And like, <laughs> I was not. Ex- I mean, as as wacky as it had been, because like Megan Mullally is all weird and her with her with her pussy that fell off and it's in her purse. <laughs> that and that was all very weird but then we get to the sewer boys and i just turned to nick and i'm like what the fuck is happening <laughs> like it was uh i i loved the i thought that the opening uh musical number was really well done the whole like it's the best day that i've ever had like and every day is always the best and and the way that they come together and the people that they meet on the street and just it was Honestly, I don't think there was a moment I was bored in this movie, yeah. which is really saying something for a movie as weird as this. Yeah, I mean, I uh, there were a few moments that that dragged a little bit for me, but I mean, I was still like, "What the fuck is going on? What's going to happen next?" Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I think uh, the the only thing that I wished is I wanted to see it as a stage play. I, oh I, sure, I, I, because the sewer boys on stage, yes, something. I, I, 
I don't know why, but I just felt like if I saw the sewer boys on stage, which probably would have involved, you know, like live puppeteers walking around as these sewer. And I, th- there was there was something in that 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 made me go, oh, I wish I'd wish I'd seen the actual stage musical well, of this. But and this this. So the stage play was called fucking identical twins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and what I think is really interesting is they do show the, the little, a few clips from it uh, when they're rolling the credits of this movie. And it looks like when they, when they did it on stage, it might've just been a two man show with them playing <laughs> the parents. Like, so like if like, Aaron being the the mom to Josh and like whatever else like it. So I think it might've just been a two man show when they sure. first did it. Which I would watch. Yeah, <laughs> I would watch that too. Um, there, uh, so I guess I'll ask: Is there is there anything that that dragged for you? Anything that you you didn't like about it? Oh. you know, <clears throat> the scene where the brothers fuck each other. <laughs> Spoilers started started funny and silly, and then started to get a little boring, and then it started to get really funny again. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's and I, I really that particular type of humor where you can let a joke go on for too long and then keep going to the point where it comes back and is is even funnier is a very tricky needle to thread. Yeah. And I, uh, and they they pulled it off. So my only low point is in the middle of two high points that it, you know <laughs> necessary for. I was just starting to get sick of the sewer boys when they, <laughs> when they decided they needed to send the sewer boys back and, and like saw them with their sewer, sewer family. <laughs> and we're like, Oh, I took them from their family. <laughs> and like that, that, that was where I was like, okay, I think we're going to be done with them. And that's good. Cause I'm kind of tired of them a little bit. And so that was the only part for me where it was like, it's weird, but I was like, I hope the rest of the movie isn't about these sewer boys. Like I hope <laughs> this isn't the rest of the film. And, and then they, they didn't, they, they yeah. cut away from there. Yeah, so. it, it dragged a little bit for me when they were looking for the sewer boys in the sewer. I, I, I don't know. I just, I, it, I felt like it got a little bit lost. And then, uh, then, then it, then it, it got back on, back on track after that. Um, yeah, the, I mean, Megan the Stallion's number is <laughs> fucking is brilliant. Alpha yeah, out alpha the alpha. Yeah, uh, just Bowen Yang plays God. P.S. Oh yeah, oh yeah. By the way, Bowen Yang plays God. But the the, the choreography in that with uh, with just women alphaing every dude in the office. Yeah. Uh, Really, really well done. Uh, and I, you know, how they managed to convince Megan the Stallion. I mean, maybe they just showed her the scene. I, I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> they're like, we'd like you to do this song. And she was like, well, fucking A, I'm going to do this song. But uh, it, it's just amazing. So amazing. I, the okay. other thing that I miss is I wanted more music. I was like, this, there, there are so many good songs. And I, I, I suppose it's a sign of a good musical when you're like, I, I want more music i'm not yeah. done with the with the music that they're writing um so i missed apparently, it sometimes sorry. apparently uh tom kenny played backpack tom kenny you know who voiced spongebob squarepants and <laughs> many other roles uh he was he's listed as backpack so all he did was go <laughs> yeah. there's a there's a line in her song out alpha the alpha where she says something like like got drip in the back of my truck and then there's some other line, and then she says, Scrooge motherfucking McDuck. 
<laughs> she's talking about how much money she has. Yes. And I just it's it's a it's a good it's a good song. It's a good fit for her, and it's it's still funny. Like she's yeah. not necessarily known for funny. She's more known for like sexy and and dirty. Yeah. Uh, and this was funny and sexy and dirty. Well, and like the music was. I mean, it wasn't just like funny good. I mean, it was like musically good. They had the 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 four part song. The sewer song is like a four part. I don't remember what they call that. It's like a quad limit or. Quad libate. There's some term for it, but it's like when there's four different songs. I, I, uh, it happens a lot in Les Mis. Oh, um, yeah. They all they all overlap together, and they all become like it's it's a. It was like, damn, this is some seriously yeah. good songwriting. Yeah, they I, do that I, with the mother yeah. and the father at one point, where they're both, where they both, when they're introduced, they both have their own songs, but then they mm-hmm. then they sing them again, and you see that they actually fit together. Uh, yeah. Which, you know. Smart. That's that's good songwriting, and uh, you got to you got to admire that. I have no idea if these guys are ever gonna make another movie. I, I, I um, because yeah, it's not like uh, anybody has been talking a lot about Dick's the Musical. Unfortunately, uh, did it did it get a theatrical release? We saw it in the theater. We so saw yeah, we saw, we saw it at the Draft House. Okay, uh, but but it was. Uh, so there were. I'm just looking at the song list on on Wikipedia. There are 25 songs listed. Really? Yeah, it didn't but feel. I think some of them. I a lot of them were super short and reprises. I think. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. A lot of them yeah. were are reprises, but there are technically 25 track listings, mm-hmm. which is kind of wild. Um, so was was the because the one thing I missed and and Devin uh, decided because he's on he's on school break right now he decided to watch it with me entirely because of that opening crawl by the way he read that opening crawl and was like okay i need to understand what this is um i am absolutely positive that that movie would be super enjoyable in a theater filled with people laughing yeah i Uh, honestly i could see this being like a perfect midnight movie yeah like horror-esque i could see this being done with a shadow cast on stage the way they do Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think there were like eight other people in the theater when we saw it, and uh, uh, th- we were all, they all laughed like me and Nick. We were all like, <laughs> like raucously, like lots of like, oh my God, like and laughing and just like, I mean, like it was, it was great. I, it was really fun. I looked around at the theater when we got there, and that is not the the response I anticipated. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will readily admit to like you know judging books by their cover and whatnot, but I was not expecting a, a our mutual theater, theater goers to be so thrilled by the the humor of that movie. Yeah, and, and yet everyone really seemed to enjoy themselves. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I just realized that I, I had forgotten until I looked at it just now that the, the the first song is called "I'll Always Be on Top," which is about <laughs> them each being the top salesman or whatever of, of their, of their gigas and doogads. But like, also it's kind of funny. <laughs> I'll always be on top for the identical twin brothers who are both very straight, but turn gay just for each other. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are they gay or are they just gay for each other? It doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter. Um, is it, is it, are they gay for each other or are they just so egotistical and self-obsessed that the only other only man they could fuck is one that looks exactly like them. Right. Which is extra funny because they don't look that much alike, but I no. love it. They like that's nothing yeah. alike except for the fact that they're tall and thin. Yeah. And like, white. And white. All, and white. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know, man. I boy, I just 
I know there's not a whole lot to say about it other than just I I want I want more people to see it. And I just it's so hard to explain because it's like it's with with cab. OK, so with Cabin in the Woods, you could be like, oh, my God, it's this new horror movie. And you guys like you don't want it spoiled for you. It's Cabin in the Woods. You just got to go see it. You just got to go. Don't let anyone tell you anything about it. And people be like, "Ooh, spooky. OK, I will. And this I'm like, <laughs> it's called Dick's the Musical. And it's about two identical twin brothers, but they're not identical, but they are, but they don't look alike. The guys aren't. Anyway, you, I literally can't tell you anything about it without spoiling what's going to make it so good. So you just have to go see it. Yeah. And everyone's like, nah, <laughs> you know, like, I hope it gets picked up in a way that it streams for free because then I think people will watch it. Yeah. But I, I think, think that people are unlikely to spend money on it without yeah. knowing what it is. I, I went and watched the trailer and I actually wished I hadn't oh. because I think the thing the, the sewer boys are in the trailer. Oh no. And that is a bad call. Yeah. Because I would have thought the sewer boys were way funnier and way more shocking had I not seen them before I watched the movie. And so see, I, I saw the sewer boys in the trailer that I saw. And I think seeing them is what I, what made me like push me over the edge to be like, well, this looks divinely weird. We really need to see this. So like, no, I, I can see. I, yeah, I get why it was included. It's easy for me to say in retrospect that, you know, that's because that's what may have tipped me over the edge to go see it. But I, I see what you're saying for sure. I think it would have hit harder. It hit it not. me so hard. Yeah. I did not see the trailer. Nick was like, we're going to go see this thing called Dick's the Musical. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I I went in completely having no knowing very little. I mean, I knew nothing. And uh, the, yes, the sewer boys came out like a fist to the face. <laughs> I think <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> Hold on. The movie just changed. The whole movie. Just <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really does uh, entirely change uh, at that moment. Well, that and when the mom talks about her, her, her pussy falling off and that, <laughs> and that pussy, not being a figure of speech. Pussy, and my pussy fell off. Um, <laughs> well, as you know, my pussy fell off and I have it right here. <laughs> just, her lisp and just everything. Yeah, her, yeah. Her, she looked like Mrs. Peacock. Like in the, in the, poof, <laughs> in, like yeah. her, with her big cloud of hair and her just like, like her eyes just not really focusing on anything. And she just seemed like the epitome of the word batty. She and just seemed yeah. bad. And she says she's in her 90s and Megan Mullally clearly is not. <laughs> yeah. I think she, um, they don't even age makeup. No, they don't even pretend that she's not that age. They just, whatever. Uh, and it's beautiful. I think um, the thing that we should mention as, the name of our podcast is Geeks Without God, is this is sacrilegious as fuck. Yes. Um, which I, you know, I think is, is always entertaining to see in a, in a movie that, that, uh, it doesn't happen as often as it should because Bowen Yang plays God. Um, and, and he's um, wearing like sparkly prismatic leather daddy oh, yeah. like, club wear. He plays God super gay. Like, yeah, the gayest I think I've ever seen Bo and Yang being, which there's is a, really saying something. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and then there's a the line that's repeated way more than I was comfortable <laughs> in the final song, where Bo and Yang uses a slur that's probably acceptable for him to use. Yeah, yeah, uh, he can use that word. And, that, and the writers of the show, who are gay men, yeah. can use that yeah. word. Yeah, thing that that God is an F slur. 
over and over and over. Over and over. Like to the point where it was like, it felt deliberately intended to make people feel uncomfortable. Sure. Well, they're using the word. They have lines on the screen to get the audience to sing along. Did you all sing along? We tried. No. We all (laughs) sang along. It was like, God is a... God is a, like, it got it's, very quiet at the start. Like I'm watching this movie and nobody in this audience is gay because if there had been any gay people in that audience, they would have sang it loud and proud, Probably. wouldn't they? I don't know. I don't, it's it's yeah. They, I know some black people who don't use the N word. That's fair. That's and, and yeah. Then yeah, it's it's you know it's it, uh, another instance of. It it was funny and shocking, and then it's stopping funny when it's just uncomfortable for a minute. Because I don't really enjoy hearing that word, right? Yeah. Uh, even if it's used in this context, it's not a comfortable word to hear. It's you know whatever. Uh-huh. And then the and then the bouncing ball, the fall of the bouncing ball, came out <laughs> to sing along. And then my God, was it funny again? When he went sing along, follow the bouncing ball. That <laughs> no. was, we, we both lost it again. Just absolutely. Lost it again at that. The idea of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's also important to note there's some cameos in this in that last song. Yeah, because Darcy Carden from Darcy from Carden. from The Good Place and Nick Offerman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. From yeah. from Parks and Rec and just from Nick Offerman, just show yeah. up. Just it's like what <laughs> what what are they doing here? They're, yeah, they're, well, he's married to Megan Mullally, so well, that, that makes that, sense. That, that explains he, some, yeah, I that guess. That they included him in it. Uh, yeah, I, I... But Darcy Carden boy. isn't married to Megan Mullally. Is Darcy Carden married to Nathan Lane? I don't think so. No, uh, but I wonder, I mean, I wonder, I didn't look up to see if Josh Sharp or Aaron Jackson were uh, UCB guys, but Darcy Carden was really uh, yes. big into the UCB uh, comedy improv stuff. And so mm. if they were, then they that's probably how they know her. UCB sure. is where they started the show. Okay, okay. So my guess is they met they met Darcy Carden sure. as part of UCB. And so that's probably why they had her in it. Uh, but yeah, it... <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think, uh, you know, and uh, there's not a lot else to say about this movie other than it's just... It's really crazy but it's good it's it, it's um it, the album is on apple music if you would go. like to listen to the songs yeah the the they, they are good they're good songs it's yeah it, it, and um and uh it, it's it's definitely worth the rent it's if you want to listen to the song we're talking about with the fall of the bouncing ball i believe it's called all love is love yes and it's song 24 so all love so, is love and something else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So without looking online, yeah. without Googling it, what do you to suppose the rating is for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes, to, both critics and audience score? What do you think uh, it's sitting at? The aggregate score on Roddy T's, I'm going to say mid-60s. I think critics would hate this. I think they so, did too, but I think people might have liked it. But yeah, what do you think? So, so critics maybe 40% audience because that's more self-selective. I'm going to guess might be closer to 70%. You think the aggregate is what, like 50 something? Yeah, probably. All right. So the audience score is actually only 1% lower than the critic score. Wow. Really? 67 and 66%. Wow. All right. 
Well, I mean, because I, I can see critics feeling like they had they had to begrudgingly admit that the music is good <laughs> and that it made them laugh. I, I there there are laugh out loud moments that very few people would be able to stop right? themselves. I think I don't. But maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm just that kind of person. I just genuinely, I don't see how anyone couldn't find this movie fucking hilarious. I, I don't think a cult movie should be like an A movie. No. Right? right. I, I think a part of the enjoyment comes from the camp and and the, I don't want to say the cheapness, but kind of like the cheapness of a movie. Yeah. And I feel like this this is like the the perfect recipe for, for a, a campy you know, midnight movie, like I said, uh, and and I think sixty six, sixty seven percent is a perfect rating for that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is actually, and it surprises me a little. It surprises me a little that weren't more critics that were cranky about this movie. Uh, th- there's a lot of really smart, funny stuff going on in the background. Uh, if you look at the beginning of the movie, and then later, there's some posters for Broadway shows that uh, yeah, they're on the wall. I'm not going to spoil what yeah. they say. Just yeah. They they were funny every time I saw them. I like the fact that the uh, the logo for the for the company that they work for looks like a giant butthole. Um, <laughs> uh, there, there's just a lot of a, a lot of stuff like that. It's subversive but smart, um, and even sometimes kind of subtle. Like it took a few times for me to see that logo before I'm like, oh, oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. oh. That's- a lot of the reviews that are like three star reviews are like, you know, there's some good laughs and Meg dis- didn't disappoint, but they really lost me with the incest or I was on board for everything until the incest at the oh, end. Geez, they're not <laughs> so like, silly brothers. <laughs> and so like, there's a lot of people who are like, that was the the line for them. But there, there are some other people comparing it to... um something from like Matt Stone and Trey Parker, which sure. I think the, the South Park guys, but I think yeah. it's fair because I think more than maybe any other movie, this reminds me of cannibal, the musical, which was their yeah. first yeah. or basketball. It's a good comparison. And, and I, I think it's accurate, not just because it's a low budget, you know, kind of cult comedy musical, but also like the irreverence and, and uh, the risk of a first project, right. Where you get to see someone do their first big thing and they can, really swing for the fences. I, I and really appreciate you go back to cannibal, the musical musical and Matt Stone and Trey Parker wrote good music, funny, yeah. right. funny music. Yeah. These guys can write tunes the way they can. Um, I get Spadoinkel stuck in my head. <laughs> oh, sure, still. Sure. <laughs> sure. Oh man. All right. So, uh, that this is as good a place to wrap up as any, because, you know, <laughs> We've talked about this movie for almost one third of its length. Um, we, don't, we don't have any questions. So. We don't. We don't have five questions. Yeah. We're just going to say, go out and rent this movie. Give it. Give it uh, a little bit of uh, appreciation. Give it a Geeks Without God bump if uh, if you could <laughs> to, <laughs> to, uh, to uh, help it out because uh, it's really funny and it's uh, yeah. super irreverent and um, and very clever. It's got a lot of. If you like the show, you won't be disappointed. You watched it. Yeah. Or if you are, you know, uh, just uh, support us on Patreon and send us a direct message to tell us that you are upset with us for for telling you to go watch <laughs> this movie. That's, and, and if you if you're a Patreon supporter, you would have heard this early so you could have told uh, us sooner. 
You could have been mad for longer. You could have been mad for longer. So so keep that in mind. Dick's the Musical, available for uh, rent on Apple Plus and a few other platforms. Go find it. We have been Geeks Without God. We're going to be back uh, with some other stuff to talk about. Maybe another musical about penises. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I cannot wait to get my hands on a Sewer Boys action figure. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God. And you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Gigantic wad of cash to hand over to Disney.